on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Q and AF. That's where, uh, you submit the cues and we bring the AFs. Now you can submit your questions if you want them answered on the show. Um, one of a couple different ways. First way is guys, email them in to askandy at andyforsolo.com. And guys, uh, I know you were probably expecting CTI today, but um, I'm out of town and I'm doing some business yeah. stuff. This isn't even real right here. Yeah, this is not even real. We're not even here. We're not here. We're somewhere else. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so we thought it would hit you with an extra Q&AF episode today instead of CTI because we couldn't keep up with the current events since we're not here, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, we're we, Q&AF. Yeah, exactly. Other times you tune in, though, maybe like later on this week, we'll have CTI. That stands for Cruise the Internet. That's where we put topics up on the screen. We talk about what's going on. We speculate on what's true and what's not true. Then we talk about how we, the people, can solve these problems going on in the world. And then we have some other shows too, Real Talk, five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk. That's just some stuff I think needs to be said and heard. Other times, full length, that's where we have a guest who's interesting, come on and have a conversation. And then we have 75 Hard Verses, and 75 Hard Verses is where we bring someone on who has completed 75 Hard, who was uh, not doing very well with their life before, and now they are doing well. And uh, they come on and tell you how they made that transition in just 75 days. If you're interested in the 75 Hard program, uh, go to episode 208, get it for free. It's not on YouTube. It's only on the audio platforms. Uh, or you can go on my website, andyforsella.com and get the book 75 hard. Um, do the program, maybe you end up on the show. So, uh, that's the show. Now we have this thing called the fee. The fee is very simple. Uh, share the show. You'll notice I don't run ads on the show. The reason I don't run ads on the show is because I don't want to be beholden to other people's opinions of what I can and cannot talk about. Uh, so in exchange for that, I just ask very simply that you share the content. So uh, when we say pay the fee, that means share the show. If it makes you laugh, it makes you think, if it gives you a new perspective, if it's some good information that helps you, which you're definitely going to get here on this show, uh, please share the show. We get shadow banned. We get fucked with. We're not allowed to talk about a lot of the stuff that we talk about on this show. So it's very, very important that you guys get behind us and share the show. So don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. Yeah, no ho zones. No ho zone. Yeah. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Yeah, so I mean, you know, it is it is uh Q&AF, but we can uh cruise the motherfucking questions. Oh, can we? Yeah, yeah we can cruise the questions because there, so I was actually we got this question in um it's kind of a, a topic that's trending out there. And so uh I was able to find this question from one of you guys that submitted it just in the nick of time and uh let's roll with it. Yeah. Let's so how are we going to answer a question if we're not even here to answer the question? Oh, it's been answered. It's you're wearing the same clothes as yesterday. So are you. <laughs> Wait, did you change? You what? didn't change. No. Yeah. So are you. I know. Yeah, I got the same draws. Weird. Too. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. This guy got, got good question for you. I got good. I got three good ones for you. All right. Um, but this first one, man, it seems like a hot topic. So, so let let's see what you think on this, man. Um, so the uh, question number one, Andy. Have you seen that video going around of Ole Miss coach Lane Kiffin and his defensive tackle? Uh, well, the kids sued Ole Miss, and Ole Miss just filed a motion to dismiss DeSanto Rollins' uh, lawsuit 
after he mixed practices and meetings due to what he said was a mental health crisis he was having. I feel if anyone is credible to speak on mental toughness, it's you. I was curious on your take of the whole situation. So I got the video. You want to watch it real quick? Yeah. For our listeners and viewers. And then let's see the what, what the guy who's writing a book on mental toughness has to say. Yeah. If you would have come here when you kept getting messages, the head coach wants to talk to you and you saying, I'm not ready to talk to him. I wasn't. Well, what world do you live in? I don't see why you gotta be disrespectful, honestly. Get out of here. Go. Go. You're off the team. You're done. See ya. See ya. Because I'm. See ya. Go. Go. And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your f-ing rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach has to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, okay, we can remove you from the team. It's called being the f- It's called hiding behind sh- and not showing up to work. What a dose of reality that is. That's fucking, dude, this is common sense shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the fa- dude, listen, we are reaping, I got a lot to say, by the way. Yeah. We are reaping the results of this failed strategy of participation trophy, everybody's special, everybody has a victimhood mentality. Uh, when things are bad, we get, that's an excuse to do whatever the fuck we want. The real world does not operate that way. That's not how the fucking world works. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Lane Kiffin is 100% right. That's exactly how that should be handled. And this whole idea coming from the younger population that they can get away with whatever the fuck they want because they can claim mental health is fucking bullshit. Okay. And we have an entire generation of people who, and a culture in this generation of people, who believe that they can get out of anything or do anything or get away with anything by claiming mental health, okay? And that, yes, there are issues out here where people have very bad mental health issues, but guess what? If your mental health issues are that bad where you you miss a week, or, you miss two weeks of work and you don't even call in, or you miss two weeks of fucking practice on a national championship team or even a fucking high school team, guess what's gonna happen to you? You're gonna get fucking fired, bro, and that's reality. So. I support exactly what he said. I think there needs to be way more of this. I think people need to toughen the fuck up and we need to get away from this victim culture. All of you guys who have uh, perpetuated this and sympathize with this and lend this, you know, your, your empathy, I can understand that because I know what it's like to struggle with mental health. I understand what it's like to have bad fucking stretches where you really can't fucking function. But Never in the course of the history of my life have I been able to just fucking get away from everything that I have obligated to me and act like everything's fine when I come back. Motherfucker, I have real responsibilities. And if I fucking don't keep up those responsibilities, other people suffer. And other people suffer because of this man, too. He's on a highly ranked college football program, which is top of the fucking top. And your teammates are suffering because you're being a fucking asshole. Okay, and you may have mental health issues. The problem clearly was that you didn't communicate and you think it's okay to just fuck the coach right off and say, yeah, well, fuck you. And I'm going to tell you this. If that were me, I would have been a lot more fucking mean to him. 
I would have said, hey, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're letting your fucking team down and you fucking ignore me when I'm trying to fucking help you. And yes, you're off the fucking team. And not only that, the kid brings his fucking phone in his pocket and tries to record it to get a gotcha on this dude, which who knows what will happen. You know, maybe by the time this show airs, something would have happened to him. I don't know. But if anything gets, if he gets punished for this, that's fucking bullshit. Okay, this kid's a weak, soft fucking bitch that should be becoming a grown man. You should use this as a fucking learning opportunity that if you try to hide behind whatever it is you got going on in your life, guess what? Things are going to happen you don't like. Okay, we all go through hard times. We all have struggles. We all have days where we wake up and we'd rather not do what the fuck we we have to do. Yeah. All of us, and sometimes that lasts for months. Sometimes that lasts for fucking years, in my case. Okay, but the reality is the shit's got to get done. You make commitments. You stand by the commitments. You fucking do that shit. It's called being a fucking grown adult. It's called being a man. Okay, and this is a little boy. All right, and I'm. this is the product of this victim culture, mental health garbage shit yep. that gets shoved out into society for likes, views, shares, comments, and personal clout and money by this predatory industry that makes everybody feel like they're fucking something wrong with them. Bro, there's nothing wrong with you. Life is hard. It's very fucking hard. And sometimes it's so, uh, so hard it's almost unbearable. But that's that's true for for me. That's true for DJ. That's true for these guys. It's true for everybody here, and it's true for fucking everybody in the human race. And to like victimize and label ourselves and say we're broken because we're going through a hard time and abandon all our other opportunity, bro. You don't deserve to be on the fucking team. No. You don't deserve. You you don't. A team is a fucking team. Like you're supposed to be here. You you made a commitment. You're there. If you can't do it for yourself, you do it for the guy to the right and the guy to the left of you. That's what the fuck we do on a team. And that guy has no business being on a fucking team. And I'm so tired of this victim shit. Like, this is the plague in our society. And if we continue to go this way, and we continue to enable and coddle and fucking, you know, like, try to get sympathy. Like, bro, this guy's trying to record that call, put it out, and get all kinds of support and sympathy. He's suing him now. Yeah. Suing it's him. bullshit, bro. He's suing him. I mean, it's that's the typical shit now, though. That's typical, bro. Play. The, these young people think that they can, they because you fucking hold them accountable, that they could try to ruin your life. Yeah, you know and what I I'm think, saying. I think that's the good sign, right? So, like, I mean, with Ole Miss, uh, you know, filing a motion to dismiss, it appears as if Ole Miss is back in coach. They better as they fucking should. Yeah, uh, you know, but I've never understood it, Andy. Maybe you can like help me out here. But like, you know, I the way I see it, it's like, okay, you you find yourself in a fucking two foot hole. Got it. Right. Shit's a little hard. Right. Digging further down or taking a two week break or take it. I don't know. Listen, the two week break this kid took just made it worse. That's because motherfucker, you're isolating yourself from the team. Mm -hmm. You're fucking now, you know, inside of your heart that you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing, which is adding to the pressure, the anxiety, the frustration, all the shit you're feeling. And you made a mistake, bro. And really, honestly, if you're a grown fucking man, you should stand the fuck up and say, bro, I, I, I made I a mistake. Up, coach. I fucked up. Yeah, man. And I bet Lane Kiffin would fucking have respect for this kid yeah, if he said that. But, bro, that ain't the culture. We live in this internet gotcha culture from these young people that they try to fuck. Everything's a scam. Everything's a fraud. Everything's unfair. The man is out to get them. 
Everybody's fucking them. Their mental health is more important than fucking anything. When in reality, bro, they haven't built any resiliency. They haven't been told any truths. They haven't been told. This is what I've been talking about for 10 years on podcasts, talking about what's going to happen when these kids who were awarded participation trophies and coddled and not punished and not held to a standard actually became adults. And this fucking shit doesn't just happen on college football teams. It happens in the employment arena all the fucking time. Okay? I can't take it. I got mental health. Motherfucker, we all got mental health, bro. Shit's hard. It's hard. It's hard to do things that matter. And if you want to play on the fucking University of Old Miss or fucking the University of Alabama is a team I like to talk about because I think Nick Saban's the greatest fucking coach that ever played or ever lived, you're not... That's going to be hard. Like, you don't, like, 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 dude, you can't hold a position on an elite program, whether that program be the University of Alabama, whether that program be First Form, whether that program be fucking Nike or any other elite program. You cannot hold a position on that team behaving like that. That is the anti, and bro, by the way, let's talk about this. He did an amazing job kicking him the fuck out of his office because that fucking kid will spoil the culture on their team. And they're having a great fucking year. Okay. What example does that set to the team? Yeah. No, he set the right example. Yeah. Hey, if you ain't with if you ain't rowing the boat, you're fucking out. Yeah, That's the right example. Because if he would have let him stay, guess how many other two week mental breaks it would have been. Oh fuck. Dozens. <laughs> Every time nobody yeah. wanted to run their fucking gassers, bro. Nah, dude. You know, oh, I can't do my gassers because I got mental health problems. Yeah, fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's what the fuck we end up with. Yeah. So, dude, I've seen this a lot coaching, too, because, you know, I coach high school football. And, like, we we saw it, and, and like, I can guarantee, and I don't know this kid like that, but I can, I, I know this this type of kid, right? And, and and you know, playing at Ole Miss, you're probably a pretty good athlete. You've done this guy good. has got this this He's kid been passed since playing fucking little league football. This kid got where he got on natural talent and yep. never had to work. And he was always told he was great. Correct. He was always fucking celebrated. And, and you get to this location, and, and and guess what? The pressure is a little bit higher. Yeah. The fucking JFL. Football. I love I love how he says to. I love how he said. Yeah. No shit, dude. We're playing fucking for a national. T- that their team's in contention right now. Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do tomorrow on Saturday. Yeah. But they're in contention. Okay. This this is weak shit. Yeah. This is the fucking plague of society. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. This is real talk for all you entrepreneurs out here. This is a lesson for you. Fucking cut them. Yep. Okay. Because they will spoil your fucking culture. Doesn't matter what they go say. Doesn't matter how they run their mouth. Cut them and move the fuck on. Okay, because that kid will ruin the entire fucking team. Yeah, that one kid. Yep. Okay. I think too. I'm like, I don't want to get too. You know, and I love big. how he says too. He's like, the coach is trying to call you. You're asking coach, and you're saying you're like, you're you don't show up because you're not ready to. I wasn't. What the fuck, bro? All you had to do was show up and say, hey, coach, mm-hmm. I'm having a hard fucking time, bro. On, bro. How do you know that Lane Kiffin couldn't have fucking helped you, or how do you know he wouldn't have said, hey, bro, take a couple days off. I want you yeah. to go see this guy who's going to help you with this. Exactly. Like, you don't just ghost people. Like, think of the disrespect that it, to that coach, okay? That coach has given that kid a scholarship, which he could have given to another kid. He's, I guarantee you he's fucking worked his ass off, whether that kid realizes it or not, to fucking help that kid develop and become better and become a grown man and win. Lane Kiffin is very famous for being a winner. And you, you may not like the way that he fucking coaches, just like most people don't, like, a lot of people probably don't like the way I coach. But, guess but what? here's the reality. We fucking win here, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so if you want to win, you come here. If you don't want to win, go play somewhere else. 
Like that, you go dude, go play JUCO. Go fucking coach little league. Go get your itch somewhere else. You don't belong on a fucking team. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's the positive thing about this story, man. Uh, so like, you know, at least one of the places I've seen the comments. Oh yeah, people ain't with it. People ain't with it. They're tired of this people shit, bro. It. This one it says, uh, if you side with the player, then you are sponsored by Charmin. Yeah, Soft that's a fact, fuck. dude. Can't ghost your employer for two weeks and not expect to be let go. Bro, people think that's acceptable these yeah, days. Yeah. They think it's acceptable. F- they think that showing up to work is a fucking, like, win. Motherfucker, showing up is not the win. You have to perform. You have to produce. You have to be great. This is not, like, this is a coach. You know how many entrepreneurs I talk to, which is thousands of them, that tell me they can't fucking hire anybody that is under the age of fucking 25 because they act like this? Mm-hmm. Like, we have a whole generation of virtually unemployable people. What do you think that's going to do to America? And here's the thing. Those people are going to lose over and over and over again to where it becomes so unbearable it'll finally click for them. And here's the sad part about it. That might take 20 years for this guy. Yeah. Because he's been told the wrong shit growing up, bro. Yep. He's been told the wrong shit. He got told all this shit that I've been trying to tell you guys for for a fucking decade almost now, which is this. Natural order wins. The best get the rewards. If you want to be great, you got to do the work. If you want to fucking get paid, you got to be a high performer. These are these are real things. And now we have a generation of children that believe that showing up to the job to get paid is some sort of exceptional fucking work. That is not exceptional work. Exceptional work is that you're such a fucking asset to the team that your presence legitimately moves the motherfucking needle for everybody on the fucking team. That's doing an exceptional job. Not showing up for fucking, you know, eight hours a day and acting like you're working. Most of you motherfuckers that, you know, these fucking young kids are playing on their fucking phone all day, bro. They're not doing shit. That's the thing, man. The life life rules. If you're a co- rules, if, listen, bro. bro. If you're an entrepreneur, you guys come here. All you entrepreneurs come through first form, one way or the other. Fucking hundreds of you every year, and you always say the same thing. How the fuck do you get so many people that are like minded that do this? Because I don't fucking tolerate that. You tolerate it. I don't. Nick Saban don't tolerate that shit. That's why they fucking win. Okay, it's real simple. If you want to win. Don't tolerate that. If you fucking want to, if you want to be mediocre and you want to kill yourself trying to get everybody to fucking go when nobody will go, tolerate that and be a quote unquote nice guy. The best thing that kid could ever have happened to him is what's happened to him right now because it's, hopefully it will correct his perception for the rest of his life so he doesn't spend his entire fucking life in that mindset and ruin his whole life and waste it. Yeah, so it's a pivotal moment for him. Yeah, it is. If he chooses to look at it. Yeah, but he ain't. Yeah. He's going to fucking say, oh, everybody's being mean to me. I have mental health. Everybody's piling on. And he's going to fucking go in his little cocoon and he'll fucking stay there, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, bro, here, you got to fucking fight. Shit's hard. It's hard as fuck. You're going to have days where you don't want to do anything. You're going to have days where getting out of bed is the hardest motherfucking thing you ever did in your life. You got to get the fuck up and you got to get in the fucking fight. That's reality. The minute you lay down is the minute that all those demons and all that anxiety and all that stress and all that fear fucking get you. You have to keep fighting. You have to wake up and do your fucking job. If Even if you have to crawl through it, you've got to get up and do it. Because the minute you lay down, that shit's got you forever, bro, and you can't get out of it. I feel bad for this kid, but I do not feel bad for how he behaved, and I think he got exactly what he deserves, and hopefully he'll use it as a fucking learning lesson, 
and and move forward, but it doesn't seem like it's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. This is why you, those of you with parents need to teach your kids reality. Stop teaching your kids bullshit. Stop teaching your kids that they're going to be okay if they don't try hard. Stop teaching your kids that they're ultra special because they came out of your vagina. Motherfucker, there's gazillion. <laughs> there's gazillion. Yeah, and neither is your vagina. Okay, oh, let's keep on. Let's go on that yeah, fucking that's topic, that's too. <laughs> fucking, you got all these women that think that fucking having a vagina makes them fucking made of gold. Yeah. Like, bro, you're a, there's been trillions of people that have fucking billions of people have lived on this earth all through history that had fucking kids. You're not the first fucking one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And your kid, no matter how much you love it, is not special compared to all the other kids. Now, if you want to make them special, that's a different thing. You want to spend hours and hours and hours and hours working with them like my brother does with his son who is dominant in sports. Okay, the kid goes out and plays soccer, scores fucking five goals. They got to take him out of the game. And all the parents are pissed off. Like one of the parents literally took his shirt off and started screaming at my brother. And he's lucky my brother has some self-control because he would have fucking killed this dude. Okay, but here's the thing. These parents are pissed off because they didn't do shit with their kids. Where Sal spent fucking hundreds of hours with Enzo practicing over and over and over and over again. And he goes out and kicks ass. And guess what they do on the way home? They laugh about the ass kicking they just laid down. Celebrate. And they have fun. And they're happy. You think Enzo's depressed? He got fucking lost? Yeah. Bro. You, he ain't asking for no mental break. That's what I'm Because he's fucking doing the work and he's winning, bro. That's it, man. Like, you want to cure this shit? Get out of your own head. Get out of your feels. Get to fucking work and start producing some fucking good shit for yourself. That'll fix that. That's real shit, man. Guys, jump in on this conversation. Yeah. Let us know down in the comments what you guys think. Yeah, I, I'll be real. I don't care what you think about this. It's, I know I'm fucking it's right. It's the rules, man. Yeah, it's natural fucking order. If you're in a fucking predatory situation in nature, bro, which we are, you just don't get it. We're at the top of the food chain. There's more competition in the human race than there is competition in a pride of lions. But I'm going to tell you this. The minute you're a fucking lion and you behave like a weak little bitch, you know what happens to you? The other lions fucking eat you. And that's the same shit that happens with fucking men. The minute you start pulling this shit, you're fucking done, bro. Because there's plenty of men like me and like all these people here in my building that'll fucking kill you because they are so hungry to win and build for themselves. You cannot compete like that. And it's embarrassing like it's embarrassing that a kid like this exists in a fucking division like a top division 1 program. It, dude, get your shit together, bro. Stop reading fucking memes on the internet about how you need to get in your fields and start realizing this is a fucking war, bro. It's a fucking real thing. You're in it. Yes, and whether you want to or not, you cannot opt out of the competition. You can fucking say, "Oh, you know, I don't I don't feel like doing. Okay, cool. We're well, gonna lose. That's it. That's eight, eight, eight billion. The, plus. Ga- the game does not stop because you don't feel like playing it, bro. You are in competition whether you realize it or not. You just because you're, you know, you're all. We're all running from the fucking lion, bro. We're all the gazelles running from the lion. And when you stop running, just because you want everybody else to stop running, say I'm fucking tired. Guess what happens to you? You get fucking eaten. The, the lions don't give a shit. The, the rest of the world don't give a shit, bro, that you're having mental health problems. I'm sorry to tell you that. They just don't. I've had them my whole life. I figured out how to fucking get around them. You know how I figured out how to get around them? By t- training myself day after day after day after day after day after day after day for years that I can win every single motherfucking day if I try. And when I get done with my day and I wake up in the morning, because usually in the morning is when I'm the most depressed and most anxious, by the time I get done with my day after kicking motherfucking ass all day, guess what I feel like when I get home? I feel like a million fucking bucks, bro. I feel fucking amazing. 
because not only did I win, I won in the face of the negative shit. That's powerful shit. You giving up and laying down and staying on your fucking bed all day is going to fucking kill you, dude. Stop it. Stop all this shit. Stop tolerating it. I love it, man. I love it. Guys, hey, the question number two, let's build on this a little bit. Um, cause this question, I guess, has a little bit to do with that. Um, Andy, this is a question that's related to your Andy Graham from November 1st, where you talked about surrounding yourself with people who are doers instead of talkers. What strategies do you use to find the people that get shit done? I look at their lives. I look at how they live. I look at what shape they're in. I look at their habits. I look at like how they actually produce results. I look at, I look at everything. Like I, when I am when I am talking to you, whether you work for me or not, or even just no, like I'm interviewing you. It's an interview every yeah. every single time I meet any single every one of you that I meet in public. Understand, I'm interviewing you. I'm looking at everything that I can observe from you right now. What kind of shape is this person in? What are they telling me? How are they speaking? Are they looking at me in the eye? Do they give me a firm handshake? All of this shit matters, bro. And it's not just to me. Yeah. Everybody picks it up, whether you think they do or not doesn't matter. They do. Okay. So how you behave and how you produce and how you work and how you live can tell a lot if you pay attention. So how do you find people that do shit? By looking at people who have done shit. What has this person done? Oh, what, what can Zoltan do shit from five finger? Oh, well, Zoltan came here from Hungary, communist country, built his first guitar and his coffee table. He went to New York City with a fucking, uh, with nothing, learned to fucking speak English by translating uh, the Shawshank Redemption book, word by word by word. Then he became an artist who designed graphics for WWE and other big companies. Then he moved to LA. Then he became a black belt in jujitsu. Then he became the fucking best rhythm guitarist on the motherfucking planet. Then, 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 then. And you, he's, a, he's a fucking accomplished race car driver. Like... He's a doer. Okay, the guys can do shit. Yeah. Like, if I had to call Zoltan up and say, hey, we're going to fucking build this company together, you know what I know? It's going to work because that motherfucker's going to get it done. Okay, so if we just observe people's past, right, and in the employment atmosphere, like, look back at what they did in high school. Look back at what they did before that. Look back at what they did in college. Did they do anything or did they just get a degree? Okay, like, what do they do outside of school? What are the projects they've done? What kind of talent, what kind of skills do they have? Do they have a talent? Do they have any skills? Like, uh, dude, I, one of my, Tim, one of our best fucking designers here, he's the fucking main dude. You ever seen what he does outside of work? He's badass at fucking drums, bro. No like, shit. fucking badass, dude. You, you know what that tells me? That tells me the guy has the discipline and the fucking, and, and the ability yeah. to, to dedicate himself to become great at something. That's timing and honing a skill. Correct. That's, yeah. So you have to pay attention. Yeah. What have they done? What are they doing? Joe, sitting right over there, has done worked in the hip-hop industry for fucking 20 motherfucking years at the highest fucking level, bro. He's done all kinds of crazy shit, and he, he's behind the scenes, right? But, like, that's real shit that this motherfucker has done. And, like, if we go down, like, my brother. My brother was a tremendous athlete. He was a tremendous, he was a number one salesman at Ethicon. He was fucking, you know, like, all state, all fucking, play pro baseball, like, all this shit. Like, he could clearly do shit. So if we observe people, how they speak, how they look, how they talk, do they make eye contact? Do they shake your hand right? Have they actually done things? You can find out real quick who's doing stuff and who's just talking about doing stuff. It's really... It, 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 but, it, but that takes reps, though, right? Because like you're, you're finding... The, uh, 
the more people you meet, you're finding these common denominators because, it, like, how do you, what do you, I don't know how to describe it, right? But, like, they all have that same, like, they have that, that it, right? Like, and they just take reps to, to, to truly listen, identify that. Yeah. But here's what you're going to find out is that most people suck at everything mm. because they don't try nothing. Mm. They don't try at fucking anything they do. And they feel entitled, just like this kid. You said we're going to build off of it. That kid is going to spend his whole life saying the entire world fucked me. The entire world did not fuck you, bro. You were blessed with an amazing fucking gift of size, strength, and athletic ability. And you were not taught to work, put work behind it. And you probably could have been the, de- you probably could have been the greatest defensive tackle to ever play in the NFL if you would have just had a work ethic to go with it. And now the no fa- team's going to want The you. fact that you are at this level with that attitude speaks to your athletic ability. Mm-hmm. So think if you took that athletic ability and put it with a work ethic and align those motherfucking things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But he'll never know that. Nope. He'll yep. have to. He'll, the whole this guy will end up dying. He'll say Lane Kiffin fucked me. The world fucked me. No, the only person that fucked you was you, and that's reality, bro. You guys fuck yourselves over by not learning basic shit that you can learn really through the Live Hard program at 75 Hard, which is discipline. Uh, you know, overall mental toughness, the ability to execute, persevere, have grit, have fortitude, learn how to build momentum, build self-esteem, build confidence for yourself. If you would learn that these things were actual skill sets and they are not traits that people are just born with and you could actually pour into them and develop them in yourself, you become unlimited in your potential. Unlimited. That's why the program's so fucking good. That's why I made it free. Because more people need it. Because we've got so many people like this dude out in the world that we got to fix it. So, you know, how do you know the difference, man? F- yeah, it's reps. But it, the, the reality is, is like, it, it's out of every hundred people, it's five people that hear, the, of the, the doers to the not doers, it's, it's five, to, 5% doers, 95% bullshitters. That's it. And here's the thing. The world needs fry cooks too, bro. Some people, some people are going to be fry cooks their whole fucking life. That's cool because I need French fries. I like them. You know what I'm saying? Just make them extra crispy. Yeah. You know, so like not everyone's going to be talking. Listen, bro. Listen. This is reality. Not everybody's yeah. going to be great. Most people aren't, and most people aren't going to be great because they're going to tell themselves a story that isn't even true about why they are where they are. Okay. The reason you are where you are is because in the past. You either listen to someone who was telling you the wrong shit, you bought into the wrong ideology, but certainly at the end of the day, you didn't make the right decisions. You made some bad fucking decisions. And because you made these bad decisions, you take the power away from you when you deny the fact that it's actually you to change the future. Let me give you an example. If you're sitting where you are right now and you hate your life and you're saying, fuck, I fucking hate my life. It's my wife's fault, it's my husband's fault, it's my girlfriend's fault, it's my parents' fault, it's my job's fault, it's the world's fault, fuck the world, it fucked me over. And you can't identify that the decisions that you made in the past have led you to this point, okay? What you're actually doing is you're deferring responsibility to outside circumstances, which means you are telling yourself and the world that you have no control over your own outcome. And if you have no, if you can't re- understand that your decisions have created the situation that you're in, you have given your power away, okay? So now, if you wanna change what you have from where you are to where you wanna be, you don't have the power to do that because you've already bought into the idea that your life is dictated by outside circumstances. So if you wanna actually change your life, if you're in this frustrated point of life or you're in pain or frustration or any of these negative things, you're where you don't wanna be, 
You have to take responsibility for where you are by saying, I made those decisions so that you can admit to yourself and tell yourself that I have the power to change that. And that means I'm going to make better decisions now. And then the outcome later will be the way I want it to be. And because people fail to take responsibility and they blame everything on everybody else, they can't have that power because they're giving it away. Okay. So you have to say and tell yourself the truth. I'm where I am. Whether it's good or bad, I'm where I am because I made certain decisions. And if I'm in a bad spot, guess what? That's okay. I can make better decisions moving forward. But if you constantly talk about how everything fucked you over, how can you ever admit to yourself that all you got to do is make some better decisions? No, you're going to continue to float down the path and be a fucking victim, bro, and get your dick stomped in your whole life. Is that what you want? Do you want to get your fucking dick stomped in for the next 60 fucking years? Because I assure you, you probably don't. So it would behoove you to admit to yourself that where you are is a product of your shitty decisions and to start making some better ones so you could fucking actually live some good life while you're here. I love it, man. I fucking love it. Guys, Andy, our third and final question. Question number three. Andy, I'm in the beginning of building my business. I am 24 years old. I do not have very much money at all. I see a lot of content around being a man in today's world. I sometimes feel demoralized and insecure about my financial situation since it's a man's job to provide for his family. Am I, am I just not long enough into the game or do I have a valid reason to feel this way? All right. It's good that you feel this way. Mm. Okay. Because you feel this way, this is called awareness of self. First of all, let me start here. You're not supposed to have shit yet. Okay, you're, you're fucking 24, bro. You know how broke I was at 20 fucking four <laughs> At 24 years old. I was making six hundred ninety five dollars a month. Okay, I was not setting the world on fire. I was broke as fuck. All my friends were laughing at me. They were all telling me, get a fucking real job. Grow the fuck up. You know, are you still doing that little vitamin shop? All the mm -hmm. shit. I heard it all. But you're not supposed to have anything at 24. You're, you, you're supposed to struggle. That's the reality. Okay, so understand that first off. You're, you're not in a bad spot. But it's good that you think you are, mm. okay? And this is called being aware. Yeah. Most people would never question, like, am I providing or am I doing a good job as a man or am I, you know, building a, like, am I doing okay? Nobody asks themselves that. And because they don't ask themselves that, it never changes, right? They continue to fucking live a broke-ass life. So while you are justified and telling yourself, well, I'm not supposed to have shit. I think it's a great thing that you feel the way you do and that you feel frustrated about it because that frustration and that awareness that you don't have shit is what's going to drive you to take the actions to make sure that you do, all right? So don't beat yourself up, but keep in mind, you're, you're doing okay, bro. You're, you're, you're 24, you don't have shit. You're aware that you want some shit, which most 24-year-olds don't even, most people don't think like this young man until they're 35. And it's way too fucking late. Okay? The, you understand? Yeah. So it's not way too late. At 35, you realize it, you know, by, by 40. You're wasted 10, 15, That's right. 20 okay. Years. So I don't want to demoralize anybody yeah. that might be 35. Yeah. But it's better to realize this when you're young than when you're older. Sure. Okay? The older you get, the harder it becomes. So an amazing thing about the world that we live in is that you can build success pretty quickly because of the, the internet and social media. As much as I hate social media, it does provide... Uh, it does cut off many years of the curve of trying to build something. Sure. Um, 
but no, I think this is, I think you're right where you should be. I think you're supposed to struggle right now. You're supposed to learn the lessons that you're learning. And I think it's important for you to continue to be of the mind frame that you're not doing good enough because that's the mind frame that produces progress. Okay. Where I'm at in life, which is a pretty good place. I still feel like I ain't shit. And that might sound weird because like sometimes I say some cocky shit and I might pop off sometimes, but like, do, do you think I feel that way? Absolutely. Do, you, do, you, do any of you guys in the studio think that I think I'm so good I don't have to fucking try or do anything? Or do you think I like come to work every day wanting to win really fucking bad? Every single fucking day. Like, I want to win so fucking bad it drives these motherfuckers insane. <laughs> true or not true? Sometimes. True or not true? Just tell the truth. Tell the truth. All right. <laughs> it does. But, but you know what? Because I want to win so bad, these motherfuckers are going to win too. Mm-hmm. Okay? So it's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like the fact that this man is frustrated. That's a great thing for you to be. The problem becomes when you don't have shit and you're not frustrated about it. Ooh. Ooh. So, don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up too bad, brother. You're doing good. You're right where you're supposed to be. You got the right mindset. Continue on the path, bro. I love it. Yeah. I fucking love it. Guys, Andy. Don't make no fucking excuses about your fucking mental health. You'll be okay. <laughs> no, right. Don't take two weeks off. Bro. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't yeah. take two weeks off. Dude. <laughs> dude. And that. Dude. And the funny thing is, getting back to that topic one, is those motherfuckers will then go online and try to make th- this guy look like a villain. It's like, my job is yeah. to fucking win, dude. My job is to fucking build this program into a fucking... That's what I'm getting paid to do. That's my job. My job is to take you and make you a, a product of, of the truth that can go out past this football and do well in life. And that kid bitched out of that. I hope he fucking comes around, dude. It really bothers me that that happened. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, guys, Andy... Three. Go pay a fee. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her own.